Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa nima wa the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And ye do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Thursday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. Tomorrow will be Farmer's Day, and we want to take time here to appreciate our farmers, those who plant and till the dirt and plant seed and nurture same and take care of same harvest to take care of all of us. And also those who fish and then those who rear livestock, we appreciate you 100%. We appreciate you from the very depth of our hearts. Without you, I'm not sure we would have survived. But most importantly, to those who also import food into the country, you are farmers in your own right, if you ask me, because if you weren't importing or you, you weren't in the business of importing the large volumes of food, as is reported from officialdom, to help and support what we are growing here, in spite of all the initiatives that we have put in place, I'm sure that we'll be hungry. So we also appreciate all of you. And for those who also are in the value chain of the, the, farming, the farming space, we appreciate you and we want to say a very, very big thank you to you. I've always told you that there's a way a system can fight back. I know this by experience because there are issues that you touch that are factual. There are issues that you touch that you have the requisite evidence. There are issues that you touch that will touch certain people who are connected to certain people who are also connected to certain people at the highest echelons. And if you don't take care, the system will be used against you. And in the long run, you will feel like the very bad person on the block. I'll explain. As we travel along, you'll find out I'll explain. Now, if you have Lawyer Kisia Jabin's video for me, the OSP's video, Please play that video for me. When we finish, we'll read a letter together. I'll play his video for me. The, the, so what do you have, Six? <laughs> so the Office of the Special Prosecutor um, yesterday had a presser. He spoke to the press about how dissatisfied he was regarding the work that had been done by the judiciary. And here, a question that came up yesterday was the fact that the office of the special prosecutor was almost close to tears, or maybe he cried, and that the office of the special prosecutor is a member of the bar. So he is not somebody within the political space, stricto sensu, if you will. He's somebody who belongs to the bar. He's been given that role. I remember that the president, while in opposition and at the IEA debate, that he attended. I remember he said that, moderated by Professor Nana Jenopokwajiman and also Kojo Ponkrumah, he said that we're going to use the ANAS principle. The ANAS principle. Listen to him. But there is doom looming ahead of us. That's very soon. 
the murderer will boldly walk to court to seek an, injun an injunction. Should I feel frustrated and resign? I took an oath when I was sworn in. And in my life, when I take on the reins to do something, I do it to the best of my ability. I often sell the tree. Those who do not understand tree, please forgive me. They say, I'm a young Kwanoma. They may cry, Abba for it. And that was a special prosecutor. I, there's a song to that effect that he is the Anquanuma. I'm not, I'm not a, what do you call it, a tree. So I, I don't know what Anquanuma, but I'm, I suspect it's a, a certain bird. He says he's doing his part. When he's done, he will go. This is not the first time a special prosecutor has said it. The first special prosecutor we ever had in this country was Martin Alamisi Benz Kaiser Amidu, who the president voted a lot of confidence in him. In that same report where the persons connected to government and persons who um, are interested in talking about corruption in the public domain read from the, um, what do you call it, the corruption, corruption uh, risk assessment on the Ajapa deal. Martin Amidu called the president the mother serpent of all corruption. And he says that he doesn't think that the president will be able to fight corruption today yesterday, and even in the future. And then he left. This was a man that all confidence had been reposed in him. Now, for those of you who don't know, lawyer Kisye Jabin used to be the lawyer for Anas Arimeya Anas. And Anas was using the Anas principle. So if we're looking for somebody to activate the Anas principle to fight corruption, the best person to look for is lawyer Kisye Jabin. But today it appears that he's getting to his wit's end because power past power. And power is at play. Power past power. And power is at play in a grand scheme of things. I told you before that, look, if you don't take care, sometimes, sometimes including dragging you to places that you had no idea about, including getting calls from places that, you know, you, you know, these are very, very high places, including meetings. You know, sometimes when they have those meetings and they finish, the people come to you and they tell you that our people are planning A, B, C, and D. So be careful on this line. But we are all looking for the betterment of the country. It is not about parochial interests. Why, if I talk about state lands being grabbed and I show you the letters and correspondences from the um, ISD, I show you from the Lands Commission, I show you all those ones, I, who, in whose interest is that? If I show you also, is I also show you all of the conversations that's happening and I show you the evidence, what's wrong with that? Corruption is here, it's endemic. There's a white man who came into the country. He said, oh, I want to help. I want to invest. The government says, one district, one factory. I want to help. Play his video for me. We're asking for gate fee from the white man. Play the video. I recounted my own 
visit to Flagstaff House on December 26, 2017, in which the president's nephew or cousin, Asansu, who is one of two deputy chiefs of staff, solicited a $20,000 bribe in order to either gain access to the president or for further favorable action on the appeal which I was delivering on behalf of the company, which was a guarantee for a loan by the Exim Bank of Ghana for a one district, one factory loan from a Ghanaian bank. Uh, the companies that I work with are Yendi's nominee under one district, one factory. Uh, the circumstances of this solicitation of a bribe were that the first chairman of the new patriotic party in the northern region, Alhaji Sunday, had taken me to Flagstaff House and he had prepared me by having the same conversation about three or four times informing me basically what would happen, that we would probably meet with Asansu, we wouldn't meet with the president himself, and that Asansu had the power even to override the president's favor if he indicated, and we did meet with the president, that he was willing to uh, support our getting this bank loan guarantee from the Ghana Exim Bank. Uh, Alhaji Sunday made it clear that Asansu's word was final. When I met with him briefly, he demanded to know what we wanted right away, at which I appreciated his directness. And then as we were leaving the office where we had met, uh, Asansu, first vice chairman, Alhaji Sunday of the NPP in the northern region and myself, the other two went off on their own for a few minutes. And then Alhaji Sunday returned with a note for us to go to the Ministry of Trade and Industry, and the note said that that ministry should hear what we had to say and then respond to him, Asansu, before uh, further action. And Alhaji Sunday then conveyed to me the demand for the $20,000. I had already told him we would not pay any bribe, and as a result of this, I'm sure the Ministry for T Trade reported back to Asansu that result, and there was no further action on our plea for a bank guarantee uh, loan. A loan. So this is a white man who has come here. And yesterday I played for you a video how we had become a very good example of everything that's bad in Kenya. Kenya is using us as an example of a bad situation, but we're a good example of a bad situation. Here's another white man. And before this, you know, Kennedy and Japan had put this out there that the two deputy chiefs of staff at the time, who are now Minister for Lands and Natural Resources and Minister for Works and Housing, were collecting gate fee. And he mentioned the specific amount that this white man had mentioned, that he's naming corrupt officials at the Flagstaff House who are collecting 20,000 US dollars from people who want to see the president. Should I also remind you of the cash for seats, which was investigated by parliament and what happened in that matter? Should I also tell you about the Sputnik V conversation and how Parliament has refused to take a vote to decide on the fate of Kukwajima Menu MP for Doma Central in that bot Sputnik V deal? Should we talk about a Japa deal? Because in that same Japa deal, we, we, we read the corruption risk assessment and we are busy talking about Airbus scandal. Airbus scandal is a good thing to talk about. 
the other details in it where people sidestep, uh, what do you call it, chief directors to take decisions, etc. Why are we not talking about them? Why are we not talking about those ones? Mr. Japan said it. His own people fought him. Today, a white man has come to confirm it. And this is the kind of global shame that we continue to immerse ourselves in. A global shame that we continue to mess ourselves in. We will read a letter together. But first, let's go to the National Theater. The National Theater is seeing a certain facelift. We spoke about it here. First, on Johnny's Bite. Then the union members at National Theater went on a demonstration. Then they were called into a meeting to be addressed by the board chair. And then we're told by understanding and the information we have is that there was some warning that happened. And then subsequently, they also had their internal meeting. And then the board chairman left the mother's funeral and came home to have a press conference and was telling us oh, how, um, you know, the executive director has done nothing wrong and how they had to, he had to come and defend the, the executive director, one person against the interest of the whole country. We held a press conference like that. And then subsequently, we have seen that, oh, the carpet at the National Theater has been changed. Please be playing the video for me while we travel along. The carpet at the National Theater has been changed because I said the National Theater was smelling. I also spoke about the bad plumbing job that was happening. And, on, and all these things were happening at the National Theater. I have seen my good brother, George Quay, try to do some PR for the National Theater. Of course, he's been given a new post at the National Theater as the artistic director. So generally, I mean, as a good professional and a communicator, he will try and, and say something for the National Theater because it also inures to his benefit as a private business person at Image Bureau, but also most importantly, it aids his role at the National Theater. But the National Theater, as I showed you, where the chairs were broken, where the carpets were dirty, where the curtains were dirty and all of that, things are changing at the National Theater, and that's all we want. So the chairs that I spoke about, for example, the chairs are being dealt with. You pause, pause this one for me. You see these air conditioners, right? We will talk about these air conditioners. We will talk about the contracts surrounding these air conditioners. We will talk about the supply of some compressors. And we will talk about how the contract was abrogated. And then we will talk about why National Theatre does not have a central cooling system. We will talk about them. But as we speak now, the chairs in the National Theatre, if you can have those, those new videos, send them to Oliver. The chairs in the National Theatre, they're being changed. It's a good thing. So this weekend, when you go to see the gods are not to blame by uh, April Communications and then Image Bureau and the National Theatre fan collaboration, you will see that the chairs have changed. These are the old videos. There's a, there are new ones that the chairs are being changed. The chairs are being changed. And then you also have the fact that the carpets are being changed. Now, they didn't have to take Johnny Hughes to talk about these things before it happened. So you can't tell me that the leadership at the National Theatre was wide awake. The leadership was either sleeping on the job or struggling to stay awake. And this was the National Theatre. Did I have to talk about the curtains before they were taken to the laundry two days ago? The dirty curtain. Did I have to come and talk about it before on national TV? Before common curtain to we can't wash. Common curtain, it was dirty. I had to talk about it before they moved it. Common curtain. So the change is happening. 
This is the scorecard. They cut, get, cut it. They removed it. They went to wash it. It was dirty. Come on. This one, did I have to talk about it? Did I have to talk about the curtains before, before all of that? Did I have to? I didn't have to. I didn't have to talk about it. But, well, I'm happy that the change is happening. And I know that, well, people will not be happy with me. But so long as I know that what I'm saying is the truth, and I know that what I'm saying is the right thing, I will say it. It is for the betterment and the, in the interest of Mother Ghana. So, for example, at the National Theatre, they have uh, less staff because people have been sacked. They have not been replaced. People are growing and they are reaching the age of retirement and they are not being replaced. So you are wondering what kind of um, uh, handing over or what kind of transfer of knowledge is being done at the National Theatre. And you're asking how people have been transferred from the original, uh, what do you call it, the original department to departments that they originally are not supposed to be at. Secretary, for example, is now working at the procurement office. Same thing that's happened at Gihok. Then you have somebody who uh, is now a washwoman. Then you have somebody who used to be a cleaner, now has been turned into a plumber. That's why the plumbing works at the National Theatre is basa like that. I mean, did I have to talk about these things before they were done? Did I have to? Did I have to really come and stand here in the morning and talk about it before somebody who goes to work every day knows that they had to do something about it? Stop it. It's not good. Let's read the letter together. That's our final thing for the morning. Let's read the letter together. Please enlarge it for me so we can read it together. This is a letter, and it's without prejudice. Um, so not this one. So I'm looking for the one that is um, reporting the executive secretary of the National Media Commission, lawyer George Sapon, to the, to the boss and the National Media Commission itself. We, the media general has put in a complaint. And the basis of the complaint is that the NMC says that Onia TV and Onia FM, Captain Smart, have said things that are not good, things that could set the whole country on fire, and, and so on. But... The board at Unia FM and also the board at Media General are insisting that they have not been given the opportunity to respond as is in line with the rules of natural justice, as I was taught in media law at GIJ. Aldi, Alter, and Patel give the other party a chance to speak. They have not been given that opportunity. Then the next thing they know is that sanctions are being slapped on them and insinuations are being cast that there's no proper leadership that has the capacity to deal with the issues in-house and all of that. In the meantime, there has not been a complainant. There has not been a complainant, all right, that has been named yet. So, so the board of Media General, Robo Kujoyanka, has written from Media General to the National Media Commission raising a complaint Earlier, you had seen the, the ladies, Bella, Cookie, and, and uh, Nashoko, read to you the official press release from the Onya, Onya group. Now, I want to read for you what the board chairman has said or has written 
from within here to the national media. And they, 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 the board has not said anywhere that they do not respect the mandate of the National Media Commission. What the board has said is that we respect your mandate, but we also expect you to be complete in your processes before you seek to crack the whip. If you aren't complete in your processes, then you cannot be seen as being fair because then you'll be seen as being biased. And that is not good. As Professor Kwekwaza said, he says, the National Media Commission is supposed to help to raise the media and not to shut it down, as it's been intended. So as it is now, the, the NMC has written to, um, to the Advertising Association of Ghana asking them that if you conduct business with Onya FM and Onya TV, then you'll be doing so at your own risk and all of that. So the, the issues are out there, a lot of issues. I don't want to get into the merits of the matter as has been is before the court because I, I understand that the media general has sued, Onya, Onya FM, Onya TV, have sued the National Media Commission. But the basis for all this conversation, maybe we should have a broader conversation while we look for the letter to read for you. We should have a broader conversation. The broader conversation is that the broader conversation is that the National Media Commission must do some self-introspection. I've seen the board chairman of the National Media Commission or the chairman of the National Media Commission at some point say that, oh, the, the media, we should not be the stars, the, all, the, all those things sometimes have been said. And then sometimes I wonder that, ah, when we were at GIJ, we had people who come to talk to us. People who made their name in journalism. People who made their name during the Rawlings era and era before that. And sometimes they will come and tell you very harrowing stories of how they were picked up and how they were picked up, how they were dealt with, and how they were punished and all of that. And at the end of the day, we, even though you will not see videos and photos of how they have narrated to you that they were picked up and punished, we still believed it. Today, journalism is being practiced, which we're showing documents, I'm showing you videos, I'm showing you audios and the rest, and we are still being questioned that we are not doing enough of proper journalism. So I ask myself, then and now, what has changed? That's the first one. And then I ask also the question, all those people who are doing the juju thing on TV, you remember the two children who killed their, their contemporary at, in Kaswa? The two children who killed their contemporary in Kaswa because they said they have watched uh, some plenty juju thing. The two children, those two children, where did they pick it from? And where was the National Media Commission? We have had a sitting member of parliament in this country who had hoped to be president of the republic. He put my picture on TV, eh, privately owned by him, just like he did to Ahmed Swale, and he died. The National Media Commission, I'm not sure, breathed the word about it. So sometimes you want to ask the question whether or not officialdom is supporting you to do the work that has to be done, official dumb is coming directly opposite you. I'm, I'm just asking the questions on the minds of many Ghanaians out there. I'm asking the questions on the minds of many Ghanaians out there. That is, if you pay attention to Article 296 of the 1992 Constitution, that gives you the use of discretion. What are the ingredients in that, in that law that tells you how discretion must be applied? I say Janet has done A, B, C, and D. Sixtus 
is the arbiter of the matter. Sixtus does not call me to come and ask me whether what Janet has said is right or wrong. But Sixtus goes ahead to take a decision to say, beginning tomorrow, I should not come close and near to Janet again. Has it been fair? Has it been fair? Has it been fair? That's a question. Johnny's bite. Johnny's bite on sunrise.